Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so I did an episode recently about perfectionism, and it was not perfect. I left something out. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) So while I felt really inspired about that episode, I also feel like I left something out. So I'm here today to share with you the idea that perfectionism or perfection is actually a ceiling that you create for yourself, or maybe a fence that keeps you from going further than you could. What if it's not just telling you not to start until you know everything you need to know to do it perfectly the first time, but what if it's also telling you where to stop? I understand perfectionism because I've operated from that that perspective. I think I said in the, the last episode about it, you know, my mom taught me do things right the first time so you don't have to do them over again and I don't have to do it for you. And I remember when my kids were little, they would, you know, fold the laundry a certain way and then I would have to refold it later because I realized, okay, they didn't do it the way I would have done it. But I learned that when they saw that I had redone what they had done and they were happy with that I was instilling them in them this concept that there was a more perfect way to do it. I was teaching them that done wasn't better than perfect. Done was not good enough, right? And I had to work that through. I had the opportunity as a mom to actually watch that occur and see like what my heart was for my kids. And I feel like God's the same way. He's he's like uh, looking at us going, okay, I'm just happy that you're taking action. I'm just, I'm happy to be in process with you. I'm glad you're walking, taking steps, moving forward, right? He's not the God Like our earthly fathers, he's not a dad that sits there and says, you did it wrong. I knew you would. I was waiting for you to fail. That's not how God is as a father. And it's easy for some of us to believe that he is the way our earthly parents were, right? So I understand the the drive behind perfectionism because it's it's a place I have operated in. And for a good long time in my life, and I have come to find that the cure for perfectionism, in addition to like the truth of Jesus, that he's the fullness of perfection, is to operate with a spirit of excellence and a spirit of humility. So do things with this drive, this inner spirit of excellence, knowing that even that excellence has a process you begin without excellence because you just start, right? 
but it requires practice and experience, growth and knowledge. And then you also do things with a spirit of humility, not trying to be perfect, not trying to represent yourself as perfect, allowing other people to see you in process because you know what that does? It helps set other people free as well. What happens inside of perfectionism is all in our paradigm. We think we should know already. We think we can do something right the first time. We think they, whoever they are, require it of us. Our thoughts are telling us that less than perfect is unacceptable. But I want to counter that lie and say that doing nothing or doing less than you're capable of because you're believing a lie is not a fun way to live, really. And our desire to do things well, it can sabotage us if it's really rooted in the belief that we cannot make mistakes We're not allowed to fail. We're not allowed to be in process. But our desire to do things well, I think that there is a way for us to use it for good and not for evil. (laughs) So think about if you wanted to teach somebody something, you have to get out there and share what's on your heart. You have to actually sit and mull it over. You have to research it, pray on it, begin writing it out. You start with a rough draft. Then you take yourself through the refining process. That is just normal for anybody who creates anything, even a spreadsheet. It's not just for a writer to have a rough draft. Think of all that's in front of you to do as anything that you're trying to create, anything you're doing. Think of it beginning with a rough draft, that that is expected of you, that a rough draft is what the world should expect and you should expect. And God is really happy with rough drafts. Thank you, Jesus. Then everything goes into the refining process and works its way through to, towards excellence rather than perfection. And all along, your, your heart behind the work is to do it with a spirit of excellence and humility in the operation of it. So not throwing half-cooked out ideas out there not without caring about it, not telling half-truths, not throwing seeds out in a wild manner with no real purpose, but being taking care for what you create and doing things intentionally. And I think our souls, well, we tend to resist refining, but our spirits long for refining. And when you begin to invite the refining process, you're going to see the fruit of it. You'll see that you've been in a refining process your whole life and more specifically your whole walk with Jesus. So to recap, I'm saying that I believe one cure for perfectionism is to simply put a process in place. One that encourages you and gives you freedom and it makes you feel like you're the one with the power to start and finish a process. It's time to stop believing the power is in perfect and accept that the true power is in the process. So with a spirit of excellence and humility, allow this process to lead you through all of the things that you want to create. Intentionally start. Take imperfect action in the stage of just starting something. Then intentional refining Use your imperfect action, 
that again, let's just say, and perfect action is defined as taking action, knowing that the first action may not produce perfection. (laughs) We're just imperfectly stepping out and not having the highest standards for starting and refining. And then intentional polishing. Let there just be a polishing part of the process, right? That's that's how you get excellent, is polishing. Again, with imperfect action. You don't know how to polish it? Imperfect action. Try something. And then intentional finishing. Again, with imperfect action. Always intentional always imperfect action in each step of this process, then intentional evaluation. Okay. So start, refine, polish, finish, and evaluate. These are the places in the stages of the process that if you say everything I'm going to do, I'm going to let people see it at every stage instead of I won't let anybody see it until it's completely done. Well, who gets to decide when it's perfect. So do this process of starting, refining, polishing, finishing, and evaluating with expectancy. It's going to work out with like, well, with, you know, God was with you. (laughs) What does it look like? Well, today I had a thought. I thought that perfectionism is a lie that holds us back, not just from starting, but from all that's possible. And it can become a boundary line that locks us in when we're made to roam past the border and create more out there in the wild spaces. So I sat down with my computer and started writing out what's in my heart to say to you. Then I had to edit it and reread it and refine it. And sometimes that requires research. And then I pray over it and polish it. And then I finish it so I can share it with you. And later I'll evaluate it and see, did that make sense to anybody? (laughs) Did it bless anybody? I'll even, you know, ask, do I still agree with myself? Maybe I'll add to it or keep refining it as a consistent teaching about perfectionism because I already added to something I started a week or more ago. Could I spend more time on it before sharing it with you? I could. Could I come back to it, add more, refine further? I could. But then I could just wait and wait and never even say this much of it to you. And that doesn't do anybody any good, right? So just like I already did an episode on perfectionism, I'm adding to it. You can start something and add to it or tweak it later when you find out there's more to it. There's ways that you can refine it, ways you can polish it, more ways to finish it with greater excellence, right? I changed my coaching method based on having a client in front of me. I don't expect that every session should go the same because I already have clarity about what perfection looks like. People in front of us, they are movable, changeable, like they need different things from us. So I have to wait until a client is in front of me to know what I need to offer them. So what do you need to create that actually requires the feedback from other people so that you can make it better? I would never know what to change if I never let anyone look at my coaching process and say, yes, or my coaching offer and say yes or no, or maybe if it was a little bit different in this way where I need it. Maybe I'll talk about it more as I get more understanding and revelation about it. Maybe I'll even one day tell you I disagree with myself down the road. Like that happens to a lot of authors who look back at books they've written and after growing in a certain subject, 
or just in life, they don't actually agree with themselves anymore and what they said in the book, right? But they can't take it back. It's on the shelves. So create with excellence and humility, but don't forget to start the process and just to start so that excellence is even possible after uh, after a time, after the refining and the polishing and the finishing, right? And the goal of having it perfect actually just locks me in if I hold on to that so that I never share anything with you because it's a mindset and a belief. Perfect, perfect is not a fact or a circumstance. It's not a state of being. It's a mindset. And if you don't believe what, that you can share what you create until it's perfect in a perfect state, you're still going to believe that when it's at a perfect state. (laughs) When the rest of the world and all the experts say that is in a perfect state, your mindset and belief will tell you it's not. You still need to be doing something else to make it more perfect. So your belief in perfect will actually become a noose that tightens around your neck Because it's a belief, not a fact you can control or a thing you can truly attain. Whatever is perfect one person is still going to be imperfect to others. So you're really fighting a losing battle anyway. And it's a goal you simply can't reach in its perfection. (laughs) So you can figure out how to walk through a process and it be fruitful and joyful and bring you hope. You can create and offer your creation to the world So they get to benefit from it and what is beautiful about you and what you've created and how God is co-creating and partnering with you. And they get to enjoy how you reveal the character and nature of your father here on earth. It's so exciting to just start and then go through the refining and invite Holy Spirit into the process and then learn how to polish those things and then finish it don't just start, really allow yourself to finish it and then reevaluate, like evaluate, 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 look back at it, see if there's something else you need to start, see if you need to tweak something, see how you can hone it in and better it if possible or if necessary. So bless you, friend, you are perfectly in process. And remember, all things are possible and I believe it with you. I really encourage you to set your mindset, set your thoughts on things above. And it is God's perfection. It's the perfection of heaven you're reaching for. That you That's what you're longing for is the perfection of heaven. So go operate in the courts of heaven and you will experience that perfection. And it will course through you as you create and co-create with your maker, Right? Be in process with your creator. So also, last reminder, one of the last reminders is that the Call to Coach Creative Mastermind starts next week. So please get your application in. I really want you in there if you're called to be in there. So check the show notes for the link and I'll talk to you soon. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.